Man, come on. The light's green. Let's go. Where is it? Oh, there it is. I would have not said that. <laughs> that- hey, hey, you know, follow me on social media so that you can uh, you can tell me how you really feel about my uh, my remarks. I'm just saying. Oh, my goodness. I'm just saying. That- nice. Play to work sports. Sports. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Late to Work Sports. As always, I'm your host, Jonathan, and the co-host, Vince. Vince, how you doing this uh, this afternoon? Doing good. I'm uh, ready to go ahead and give out some hot takes and give out some, uh, some juicy information. All right. All right. Well, we got, uh, we got another nice little episode this week. Um, we're going to talk a little bit, first off, on the news, I'm going to touch on the Lamar Jackson saga playing out in uh, Baltimore and then we'll kick it straight into the NBA I know that you have been foaming at the mouth to uh, the NBA and I've had a few boys that have been hitting me up talking about they want to hear about it so we're going to go ahead and dig deep into that today so starting off let's go ahead we'll talk about the Lamar Jackson contract situation that's playing out so I know that Lamar Jackson is your favorite quarterback in the NFL right now there, uh, Vince. And No, not at all. <laughs> he's playing on his rookie contract here. And he, in the offseason, said, I'm not worried about a contract that, you know, it'll come when it comes. I'm just here to play. I'm just here to focus on the game. You know, are you saying all the right stuff? Well, now he just came out and said, I – Will not talk about a contract past preseason, and which is which is hey that that's cool, right? You're laying out the timeline of when you want to have it done. You're letting the team know when you want it done. Now, me personally, hey man, keep that behind closed doors. Talk with your team, right? Let them know. Uh, that's how I like to operate. But that's what he said, and so obviously the the figures are swirling. The figures are swirling. What is he worth? All this and that. And now they're saying he expects to make more money than Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray. And they both made $230 million, you know, on their contracts. So I guess the first question, is he worth it? it are you asking me if he's worth it? <laughs> no. N- um, no. No, short and long answer, no. Who else Um, would I be asking? (laughs) No, I just wanted to make sure because you know that's not my favorite quarterback. Um, You mean you ain't trying to get the Eagles to get him? I would. Oh, my God, I would disown the Eagles if they picked up Lamar Jackson. (laughs) So so what's he worth? I I mean, what's he worth then? He's worth what is he worth? Um, oh my god, well, who who was the guy that we talked about? I said he was worth. Oh, yeah, he's worth Jalen Hurts money. Oh, that's what he's worth. That's Ooh. what he's worth. Absolutely. Oh, you th- I, mm. I, I mean, it's really just now sinking in what you said. So, you he's, think he's... that him and Jalen Hurts are worth the same? I like Jalen Hurts better, me personally. 
Um, I'm biased, but yes, I'm the same way. But like Jalen Hurts, okay. Take away running ability, who has the better arm? Jalen Hurts. I mean, it's not even an argument. Right. Uh, I I mean, that's that's that's, and and the only reason why Lamar Jackson has those yards is because they the rushing yards I'm speaking of is because of the way that their offense is is designed. Mm -hmm. I I if you put Jalen Hurts where in, in in Baltimore, I believe he'll have the same stats. You, I'm a, I'm gonna uh, upset some Raven fans here probably, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that Lamar Jackson arm accuracy and potential to to play the quarterback position is worse is worse than Wes Welker's arm ability when he throws the ball for for the New England Patriots. I'm just being honest with you, man. That dude you ever seen that man? That man drops dimes. That that you know what? I don't like Lamar Jackson, but I would have not said that. <laughs> that- hey, hey, you know, follow me on social media so that you can uh, you can tell me how you really feel about my uh, my remarks. I'm just saying. Oh my goodness! I'm just saying. That- hey, I'm. I told you I'd make them mad. I'd make that hurt. That 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 hurt my feelings, and you wouldn't even talk about me. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. The dude is not accurate, and to me, the only reason these players. The only reason he has as many passing yards as he does is because the players can get open because everybody's trying to shut their running attack down. So then he gets out there, you know, and they try to flex, like, oh, look, he can't throw. Look how many passing touchdowns he's got. Look how many yards, his completion percentage. And it's like, okay, yeah, but that's because everybody's selling out to stop the run. He's not good. Is he dynamic in that team for that team? Yes. Is that going to work forever? No. Lamar Jackson is the is is the equivalent of the best player on a high school team and they put him at quarterback. I knew you was going to say that. I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> that's 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 exactly what that is. I uh I I I do feel like he can make some teams better, but I don't feel like he's ever going to win a ring as a starting quarterback. Yeah, he's going to be just like Carson Wentz. Oh man. I the resentment in your voice when you said that. Oh, yeah, greatest quarterback of all time, Carson Wentz. <laughs> oh, boy, you're wildin'. You're he wildin'. puts Joe Montana to shame. Oh, Montana and Brett Favor. And Brett Favor. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Drafted by your Falcons. Hey, shut your mouth, boy. <laughs> hey, so uh, I don't really got nothing else to talk about the NFL right now. Uh, preseason's going on, and – I ain't going to lie, I have watched a couple preseason games, but it's one of the things, like, it's not that I want to watch it because I love watching preseason football. I watch it because I miss football. So it's kind of one of them things, right? So I don't really have too much to talk about the preseason. Uh, So we'll just kind of roll right into the next little bit of news we're going to speak on. And it is a comment that has shooken the NBA up a little bit, the sports world in general. And I think there's some truth to it. And that was Brandon Jennings coming out and saying that the player first mentality of the NBA, it's destroying it. It's literally destroying the NBA. He blames 
LeBron James, he blames Chris Paul, and he says what they are doing has begun to destroy the NBA. I agree with him. I think uh, players, I mean, there's players like, for instance, Kyrie Irving, and we'll speak on this a little bit later, his contract stuff that he's wanting to uh, you know, have put in there. KD, he's trying to control who's in the front office, who's coaching. Ben Simmons, I mean, I don't even know why we still talk about this dude because he hasn't played and I don't even know how long. I mean, at this point, he doesn't even seem like he wants to play. I mean, he, he's leaving group chats where his teammates now, not the coaching staff, not the front office, but his teammates are asking him, are you going to play? You've been medically cleared. And he just leaves the chat, like ghost him. That sounds like the, the perfect guy to go play with. That's the dude you I know, want on my team, right? Not. I'm glad you brought that up. What's that? So, so let me ask. Let me let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you get traded to mm-hmm. a team, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's NFL, NHL, MLS, NBA, right? Mm-hmm. You go through a physical, right? Correct. Tell me how in the world Uh-oh. Ben Simmons passed a physical and had surgery mm-hmm. later on in the year. Hmm. Yeah, well, either, I mean, one or two things is going on here. Either A, he uh, he did the whole fake it till you make it thing, or B, those physicals are a joke. So I don't know if it's, I don't know which one it is. I mean, I couldn't tell you. Obviously, I don't know the extent that the NBA physical goes to. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to kick it back to a little little story here. When I wrestled in middle school, right, I mm-hmm. obviously got to do physical when you wrestle, you know, make sure everything's healthy, make sure you're good, you know, stuff like that, just the basics. Well, I'm going to tell you, I went to the doctor, and my first two years of getting physicals uh, to wrestle in middle school, I'll never forget this. My doctor, but I would always go in there, and he would go, are you healthy? And I'd go, yes, sir. I feel great. Like, I got no issues or nothing. And he would sign off. Okay, you're healthy. Go on your way. Now, this was my doctor that I went to for everything. But that that's how he did the physical. Well, I'll never forget my eighth grade year. My dad takes me to go get my physical, right? And we go get it. And we have to go to walk-in clinic. Because one of the like, last-minute things, we're going at like 6, 30, 7 o'clock at night. Like, it's late, right? So we walk in this walk-in clinic, and I go get this physical. And I'm thinking, okay, dude's going to ask me if I'm healthy, like I'm good, you know. But we get back up in there, and uh, this gentleman says, all right, uh, drop your shorts. Old coin and, purse check. And I went, excuse me? And, uh, yeah, that was my first realization that the physical I'd been getting the whole time was not a real physical. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, so how extensive are these physicals? I mean, that's a good question because at the end of the day, it's just somebody's signature signing off you're healthy. You know, so, and money talks. Unfortunately, money influences a lot of stuff. So I don't know, you know, if it was legit or not. It, to me, needs to be checked into because that's a, I never thought about what you just said there, but how did you get cleared to be traded if you had to immediately have surgery and did did he ever play when he got traded did he play a single game for him not one game not one game um so cited mental health which um i'm i'm not 
doubting or downing anyone for for getting their mental health checked. Not at all. Um, and, and then it turned into my back hurts. I can't play. His, so his mental health was so heavy it started causing problems on his back. I, I listen. Uh, Very well. You call to play. I'm just a quarterback. <laughs> so do you think? The NBA has an issue with this player first mentality. Would agree, yes. Um, I think the load management ordeal has taken a turn for the worse, which we'll talk about a little bit later Mm -hmm. in regards to Kyrie. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do, that aspect is what bothers me the most because you ask for this much money and then you don't want to play. You know, it's like it's like building a building a roof. Right. And you're like, okay, well, I make twelve hundred bucks making this or, you know, building this roof or whatever it I'm projected for it to take two days. But if I do it in one day, I made more, theoretically speaking, Mm -hmm. for my time. I I think there is definitely an issue with this. uh, I don't know. I mean, I hate to call it. You know, I'm just forget. I'm just gonna call what it is. There is an issue in my mind for love of the game because here I'm gonna tell you what, man. Uh, I you tell me we're playing football, right? You know me. Football is my sport, right? You tell me we're playing football after work, and I say win, and you tell me Monday through Friday for the next six months. I'm gonna say I'm there every month. I'm there every day. Every day, unless something's bringing something, you know, out of my control is keeping me from there, I am there. I mean, we were stationed on, on PI together. I played literally every time we were playing, I was trying to get out there on that field. Every time, them. no matter when we was playing. We whooped them. We did. We won, we won two different championships while we was out there. Yes, sir. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so to hear somebody that, Hear somebody question their love of the game and then say, I have a love of the game. Yeah, maybe you used to have a love of the game. But now you have a love of the money. You know, you're making the money. And, of course, you want to do less for it. Because you think, in my mind, right, you think, if I play 82 games and get $30 million a year, right, that weighs on my body a little more, weighs on my body a little more, However, if I play 60 games or 70 games, theoretically, I could probably play longer because it's less wear and tear on my body. It's the whole football analogy where running backs don't last because of the wear and tear on their body. Yep. But meanwhile, you got quarterbacks that are now playing, you know, into 15, 16 years. When's the last time you've seen a running back that has played that long and is still productive and still in a feed-me-the-ball type offense. Emmitt Smith, maybe? Yeah, a long time. I mean, you could think about I mean, people are going to go, well, you know, Frank Gore played forever, Adrian Peterson is still playing. Yeah, but they're not the number one ball carrier anymore. I mean, they're playing a support role at this point. So... And their, their, their load they were carrying, yes, it's the same amount of games, but the load they were carrying was a lot worse. So I think that definitely has something to play with it. So I I don't like the, the, the management thing, me personally. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that too. I, I don't 
black load management. Um, I'm all for players getting paid, but you got to give what you're owed. If I give you that much money, mm -hmm. I expect you to perform and be there. Yeah, because I'm not. Um, I'm paying. I mean, theoretically, if you're good, if you're an owner that is sold out, you're paying for a championship. You're wanting to get a championship. You know, yeah, you're paying to. Uh, you know, you're paying to put to to get revenue and to make money and all that. But in the end goal, it's all about a championship, right? So you're paying to try to earn one of those. Because it's, with a championship brings more revenue. Brings this more, is a you know, business. Exactly. It's a it's 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 like I think that aspect there is what is is being lost with the the uh the, the, the player mentality of today's NBA is if I own something and I pay someone to do a job, mm -hmm. I expect a hundred percent out of you. Yep. And if you give me anything less than that, outside of any 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 circumstance, like you know, extreme circumstance, you yep. get hurt. I understand that. I got that. Um, which we'll talk a little bit about with Kevin Durant in a little bit. Um I expect you to perform. I I, I, I expect you because I'm investing in you. I tell you what, I'm gonna go into work tomorrow, right? <clears throat> and I'm gonna uh <clears throat> I'm going to go into work tomorrow, right? And I'm going to tell my boss, I understand you're paying me this much money a year to run this section. But I'm going to I'm going to have to start taking off a quarter of the year because the load management just too much. <laughs> Think it work? I mean, it works for NBA players, right? Why wouldn't it work, huh? Can you say non-judicial punishment? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a joke, dude. Like we talked about this uh, we talked about this earlier. The NBA, like you said, is a business, right? And these owners own the franchise. Now, in a business model, and this is a basic business model, right? We're not talking about you know the inner and workings and you know we're not talking about crazy stuff. We're trying this to keep is, it basic. Exactly. This is a basic business model, right? So the owner, he takes all the risk. He puts his money in. He, you know, he, he's managing all the aspects of it. And what this business outputs, it's what he puts in his pocket. Now, he has to still, like I say, he has to pay the fees. He pays the, you know, the, the, the salary, the, the gear, the wear and tear on this and that. And so he's, he, his money's pumping out to all aspects of the business. Now the NBA player, they're like the employee. They show up, they do their job, they go home. Now does their job maybe entail them going to, you know, different places and showing their face, you know, for publicity of the team and this, and that, of course it's part of your job, but you have no risk except you could say, well, I risk my body out there. Okay, dude, well, so does the guy, you know, at uh, at Amazon who's picking up, you know, boxes and putting them on stuff. He's he's using his back. You know, he's risking his body. Any stalker, any, you know, at any kind of company, they risk their body. 
you know. Or, or oh, oh, hear me here. Or the guy that's on the truck, this is a shout out to Amazon truck drivers, that drops the package off mm-hmm. and Susie leaves the dog out. And now he's fearing for his dang on life. Why I got me Susie? Why I got me Susie? <laughs> to say it. Hey, look, I, I I see that. There's too many videos out oh, oh, of Amazon truck drivers, FedEx or hey. or UPS that are, are driving and dropping these packages off. And you got the the pit bull and lab mix that you don't know is friendly or not. I feel <laughs> triggered. <laughs> and it chases you back into your truck. Oh no! Let's not forget you left the door open. Hey, but they run now, fast though, man. I give them props. Yeah, yeah. Now you're playing Twister in your own truck, <laughs> trying not to get bit by Cujo. <laughs> so I, I mean, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but that's what I, that's what I'm talking about though. Like you have no overhead, right? Every you go to you do your job, you make your money. But now you tell your boss, mm, I want to do less for the same amount of money. So, what what are we really doing here, man? This this player first league is destroying it. The love of the sport is still there, but I don't think it is as prevalent in pro basketball as it used to be. I think when they get in there, they of course they do have the love of the sport. But it's the whole, you know, cliche where people say, you've changed, right? Real money changed you. I think money changes these people. What you got? Real quick here. Give me this. Yep. Give me five players in the NBA that care about or love or, or not, let's not even say care about that love the game genuinely. Without a shadow of a doubt, I can give you one. Without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt, I can give you one. Jimmy Butler. I'm gonna go Stephen Curry. Ooh, there's two. There's two. I, I and I would have to say probably Giannis is probably three. Joker. Is there a fifth? And, and let's let's now not the rookies because rookies I think still love the love the league, right? The rookies haven't been in long enough. But a veteran, I mean. Love of the game, and that's a veteran. Just love of the game, that's a veteran. Love it. Uh, I'm going to go DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Kyle Lowry? Yes. I mean, but the thing is, you got to think about it. You know what I mean? I'm telling you what, you asked me this back in the 90s. God. And I'm going to go. I'll be here all day. I'm going to go. You, you name five players that you think are the love of the sport. Well, I'm going to go Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Anything else? You know what I mean? Like, I, there's whole teams. New York Knicks. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> Miami whole, Heat. There's whole teams. Now it's Utah Jazz. Now it's a couple people, man, and that's a problem. That is definitely a problem. All right. Well, Vince, since we're done talking about the news, and we've kind of already continued to hint on this, I feel like we should go ahead and just move straight forward into it. However, we're going to do a little something different this week. This week, I'm going to kick it over to you and let you lead the uh, conversation. So go ahead, Vince. Take it away since this is your realm of expertise anyways. Kevin Durant, um, to lead off our, uh, our heavy topics here. Today in, his, in, in the most recent talks with him being traded to the net or from the Nets, he has now told the owner 
either you trade me or you get rid of the GM and the coach. So, Jonathan, what is your opinion on this? My opinion on this is I look at the history of KD in general. This man is always unhappy of where he goes, right? He, he's a prima donna. He's always unhappy. He always wants this. He always wants that. Now, do I think he is the caliber of LeBron James? I do not. But I do think he is hes a problem child, in my opinion. And I think that you're definitely having issues with him. So to me, this dude's already said he wanted out. And I feel like now he's realizing the Nets want the world for me. So I'm stuck here. But he's telling the Nets, I'm going to leave then. I'm going to leave. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to. You're not going to do nothing, man. You're under contract. Well, I want these people to go then. No. It's the whole it's the whole uh, Kareem Hunt thing, right, that we talked about last week. No. What do you, you, go ahead. Go ahead. Retire. Sit out. Be a, You want to be Calvin Johnson and retire? That's fine. Retire. But just remember, we still own your rights. You're not playing for anybody else. So to me, you you don't you don't meet his demands because that shows this dude's a problem child, and that shows that you are willing to do whatever your star player wants. But that also shows new incoming coaches that they have to walk around eggshells with these players, or putting their neck down and waiting for the guillotine to drop on them next. So I, I don't like it, and I think if you're the owner, you don't do it. I'm a Kevin Durant fan. I'm just not a fan of his antics. Mm-hmm. 2019, he signed a contract. Four-year, $164 million. Yep. The first year of his contract, he was injured. He didn't play a minute, a second of that season. Yep. They bring him in, and we're talking 2000. 20 2021 season they beat the celtics and then they lose to the bucks so that's four wins they lose to the sixers in 2018 2019 season which is one win so that's five mm-hmm. and in 2021 season swept ouch five wins Four years, $164 million. That's all you give me? You're literally supposed to be the second best player. If not, in some people's opinion, is the best player in the league. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it either. This last season, this last offseason, Kevin Durant signs an extension for four years, $198 million. Jonathan, does that sound like that's more than the, the previous contract he signed? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just, just, just wanted to, you know, just wanted to do numbers here. You know, just, just, just wanted to throw that out there. Hey, I used to be called a numbers monkey by my old boss at our old unit. You know how he used, to, what he used to say. Just, just saying. So that's just me. Saying. I'm, I'm a number cruncher. Yeah, number cruncher, right? I mean, you know, if we're gonna put that on the scale. I think the one ninety eight is more, right? Mm-hmm. So that team, that team is telling you that we value you more now than we did the past four years. We're committed to you. We're committed to you. Mm -hmm. You are correct. You don't like 
the direction that the team is going in for whatever reason. You chose that coach. You and you and Kyrie chose that coach. Yeah. Now, folks, just want to give you uh, a synopsis here. Steve Nash has not coached a game in high school, college, or the pros until Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving said, hey, I want him. Do you think they picked him because maybe they thought they could control him or? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thought he was a blowover, Mm -hmm. pushover, whatever you want to call it. Mm Mm-hmm. There's no way that you can convince me as an owner when I invest in you. Your options are trade you or get rid of the GM and coach. Guess what, Kevin Durant? You're going to be here until the end of your contract. If you do not want to play and you're going to hold out, I will ensure that you don't get your money. I'll Choice ins- is yours. I'll ensure you don't play again. Like yes. I said, you're, you're you're Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson, the uh, the wonderful Detroit Lions who have destroyed two of the greatest careers we could have ever seen witnessed with Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson retired at nine years, I think it was, in the league. This dude was still a monster. And he contemplated coming back. And the Detroit Lions... Made sure to let him know, hey, you're more than welcome to come back. But we own your rights. So you're not playing for another team, and we're not trading them. So, Calvin Johnson is still just posting videos on uh, YouTube skiing down the Alps because uh, he ain't catching no more balls in the NFL. Not at all. So, that's my thoughts on it, man. I don't I don't think uh, – I think there's still some hard-nosed owners in the NBA – I know, I know for sure. There's a hard on our hard nosed GM in Miami, who ain't playing no games with old Pat Riley. I don't know, man. I don't know. This is my thing: is that like me as an owner watching this? I don't want you because when you don't get your way, this is how you act. Yep. I don't want you. I, I. I. There's no way. Me as an owner, I don't care how good you are. If I'm Miami, I don't deal with that with, with Jimmy Butler. He don't have the accolades and skill set that you have, but at least I know that I, he's not going to be a problem child. Not We're not going to talk about those extensions that he has in his head, but, you know, that's a problem in itself. But, um, Why are you taking I, I would rather, the, look, never mind. <sighs> I just can't deal. I, I, I don't want to deal with Kevin Durant. I don't. I, I would not want to deal with him. No, no. And that, I mean, they're dealing with KD, and then they're also dealing with the BS with Kyrie on the same token. So it's like. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because Kyrie Irvin was actually very close to getting a contract extension with the Nets. But the Nets decided to take the offer off the table because of what Kyrie was demanding. So he wanted to play a max of 60 games. And and 
Yeah, yes, you're correct, and would be allowed to sit out mm-hmm. of go. back-to-back matchups. Yep, because because it is inhumane. Woo! Inhumane. Inhumane. Oh my God! How inhumane to have to dribble a basketball up and down a court where millions of people watch you and you make millions of dollars a year. That is horrible. I cannot imagine something more hum- inhumane in my life. Mm. Mm-mm. I pray that Kyrie Irving is never the president of the Players Association. All I know is make sure you don't go too far east or west because Kyrie says you'll fall off the earth because it's flat. It's flat, man. That's, that's, it is absolutely flat. I, I I don't I don't understand that. I mean, and, and, and he has come out and said that. Well, okay, excuse me. He didn't come out and say it. He posted a stupid little meme, you know, stating that basically it was all cap. You know, it was all not true. Say what you said, but prove it. Like, where's that meaning? Yeah, prove it. I I'm, I one hundred percent believe it's true. I mean, he believes that. He just didn't think he was going to get the backlash that he got. Yeah. Yeah. No love of the game. It's too inhumane. Shut up, man. You don't like it? Don't play. Don't play. End of the story. My goodness. You want to you want to get jump to some uh some good topics about the NBA since we're done talking about these two nut jobs? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So projected Season wins has finally come out, um, and and they are saying that the Boston Celtics mm-hmm. will have the most wins. With sixty I'm gonna give out the I'm top- assuming, right? Absolutely not. What? I'm gonna give out the top five. So you got the Celtics uh-huh. with fifty four and a half. What? Fifty four and a half. <laughs> okay. The Suns with fifty three and a half. The Bucks are. 52 and a half. So we're the Warriors. And the Clippers? Are you kidding me? Hold on. Let me make sure I got my numbers right here. One, two, three, four. I'm okay. I'm seeing that right. The Clippers at 51 and a half. The Clippers are are projected to have more wins than the Memphis Grizzlies, who had the, if correct me if I'm wrong here, Jonathan. They had the most wins in the West last year, or, or second most. Second most wins. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's what I was. That's what I'm still. I'm still caught up on the second thing you said with the Phoenix Suns. How, what was that number again? Fifty-three and a half. So they're saying the Phoenix Suns are going to lose ten more games than they did last year. Yes, because they went sixty-four and eighteen last year. With, with, with the same with the same roster. I don't know who's doing these stats, but it, it's got to be the same person that said the Atlanta Falcons are only going to win two games next year. It's got to be the same dude. Wait, wait. We'll, we'll, we'll table that one. I, I I don't even agree with that. Okay. that The Atlanta Falcons, based off that, are going to be the worst team next year. Just to give First you a heads up, the Jets, are going to be even, the Jets are going to be even better than them. Whew, watch out now. Hey, if you're a Jets fan, you should like to hear that, right? What a joke. I, I old Zach Zach Wilson with his freaking torn meniscus. I, I don't know, man. I don't even know what to say to those. I, I don't know who does these numbers. I don't know if they do it so that 
people can talk about them or what? There's no way. There's no way. So first off, the Grizzlies had 56 wins last year. The Clippers had 42. There's no way. There's no way. With that, now, barring injuries, but they're not, I'm sure they're not predicting injuries in this. Barring injuries, there's no way the Clippers have a better record than the Memphis Grizzlies. No way. Well, you got Kawhi Leonard there. And as much as I don't like his load management, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard is a killer. Okay. He is. I, I get it. I get it. But come on, man. Come on, dude. Like, but 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 we're, if we're talking preseason here, I don't give Kawhi Leonard his credit. If we're talking midseason, oh, I understand that fifty-one and a half now. I get it. Oh man, I don't that's know. that's so that's crazy. So then, who's okay? Okay, so do you think there will be no team that breaks sixty wins? I agree with this list. You agree that the, you agree with the wins, or you agree with the rankings of wins? I don't agree with the rankings of the wins. I think the Suns are going to have the most wins. This, to me, in my opinion, this is the most competitive league since the mid nineties. Well, on that, then let me let me let me ask you this question: Then who who are the two teams to beat in your mind? Then. I'm assuming you're going to say the Suns is one of them if they're going to have the top record. Yes. Teams to beat for me, mm-hmm. you're, you're going East and West. I'm going Phoenix Suns and Milwaukee Bucks. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, me personally, right, I have to go with the NBA finalists last year, and that's the Warriors and the Boston Celtics. And And the only reason I have to stick with them, man, is to be the man – you got to beat the man. They're the man right now. I mean, they're running their their divisions right now, or their uh, their conferences right now. So, I'm gonna stick with them too. I think one of them will get. I think the East will get dethroned personally, but to me, they are the teams to beat. I got a hot take for you. Uh oh, hang on. Let me get my paper out. Get your paper out. I'm ready. Where my pen? Where my pen? Oh no! All right, I'm ready. If the Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. play the Minnesota Timberwolves, mm-hmm. I don't care who has home court advantage. Mm-hmm. If they play them in the playoffs, the Warriors lose in six. I I don't know what to say. You're the NBA guy. And there's been a few times in the past where I've been like, you are crazy. And then you prove me wrong. But that's... That is a hot take. Seven game series. You know who they have now, right? They have Rudy Gobert and they have Carl Anthony Towns. Speaking of old when's the Rudy last Gobert. time have you seen Twin Towers? David Robinson, Tim Duncan. It's been a while. It's been a while. I can't. I'm trying to think back to. The, I can't think of the last time I remember a team with. I can. I can think of a team that was the Miami Heat with Whiteside and Bam. But they weren't as dominant as this force is going to be. This is going to be disgusting. These Mm -hmm. two guys literally can get 20 boards a game. A piece. What What was Golden State's weakness? 
that I was, was so weird to me. I was just going to say, Golden State can't handle big men like that. They, they struggle. They can't. But, but I mean, look, you, look at their size, though. Yeah, you can't do anything with that. Um, Wiseman is coming back this year. I do think that's a that's a plus for them. The pain is locked down against the Timberwolves. Oh, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. They got Draymond Green. He's one of the greatest defensive players ever. My donkey from Shrek. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> He'll never measure up to Robin. Oh, my God. Dude's a joke. I don't, I don't ever think, I mean, to me. He's a very, oh, let me say this. Draymond Green is not a bad defender. I think he's a great defender. I just don't think he is as good as he thinks he is. Oh, he's definitely not as good as he thinks he is. I, I'm not going to say he's a bad defender. I am going to say that I think if he was on a another team where he had to be the man defending, right? A team that didn't put up as many points as the Golden State Warriors do. I don't think he would be near as good. I think they can rely on him to do what he does because everybody is having to play a keep-up game with the Golden State Warriors. I mean, this See, team... this way. Hmm? I'll put it to you this way. Mm-hmm. With Draymond Green shooting, or lack thereof, yeah. who would you want on your team? Ben Wallace or Draymond Green? That's not even a question, man. You know I like Big Ben. Hey, Big Ben is one of only two people to ever win Defensive Player of the Year four times. Yes. And if I'm, who's the other one? Dwight Howard? No, the other one was Matumbo. Oh my God! I'm sorry, Matumbo. Sorry about Matum. Oh man, mm. he was a rocket too. Now, oh, now man, I'm so sorry. Now Howard Ooh. won it three years in a row. That's what it was. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I thought, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Ever since Ben Wallace got dunked on by Kobe, changed his life. Don't you talk about Ben Wallace like that? You better put some respect on his name. Oh, I like old Ben Cluck all day long. And, this is, and that's what I'm saying, because Ben Wallace didn't stop Shaq, but he contained him. He's probably one of two players that was able to contain Shaq in his prime. Tim Duncan is the other one. Ben Wallace won defensive MVP, or defensive player of the year, excuse me. He won defensive player of the year four times in five years. That's pretty dominant. I wonder what his place was in the year that he didn't win. Hmm. That's a good question. I, uh, I don't know. I'd have to, that one's, that's one that I would have to look up for sure. Um, the year that he lost, he actually lost to Ron Artest. So can't, I can't even, you know, was it the same year they got? No, that couldn't have been the same year they got in a fight because. <laughs> <laughs> Was suspended for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, and I'd be, and I'd be, I would want to see too. Did did Ben Wallace? Did he miss it for some reason? Like, was was he out of? Did he have injuries? Like, that's uh, that's something I'd like to dig into a little bit. But so now you got that wild take. I know you told me you had some more for you for me. Yeah, you're not ready for this one. Well, we have to we have to get into it. So I'm gonna go ahead and tell you my two surprising teams to make the finals. 
Um, I don't think they're surprised to anybody that they'll make the playoffs. But here is my two surprise picks to make the finals. I, I'm not saying that they will make the finals. But if I had to pick a team that I think would surprise people that they made it that far, these are my two teams. And that is, of course, first off, my Miami Heat. I, I, I can't go against them. I just can't. The, the veteran leadership that's there in the front office from the head coach, they were super close to making it this year. They made it, you know, a couple years ago. I think they can make it back. And then the other one is the the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies kind of scary, man, because they're young. They're getting better. And they only have one guy on their whole roster that's over 30 years old. Steve Adams? That is. Okay. Okay. That, that makes is. sense. So I, I think they are growing as they mature. And I, I think I think you could see them in the finals. I could see them in the finals. Um, I do think it's going to be hard because the West is a powerhouse. But those are my two picks. So I know you said I wasn't ready, but what do you have? You sure you're ready for this? I don't know. You keep telling me I'm not ready, but... Surprise teams, mm-hmm. right? You, we're saying surprise, right? Yeah. That does not mean I'm expecting this at all. You're okay? going to me some off-the-wall crap. Cleveland Cavaliers and New Orleans Pelicans. First off, let me just go ahead and tell you. <laughs> Zion Williams can't put the Big Macs down, okay? So... The Pelicans ain't going nowhere. You know how I feel about the state of Louisiana. I can't even believe you would mention New Orleans in my presence. You don't like New Orleans? Boy. I love that place. Boy, shut your mouth. <laughs> I love that place. Oh, the aromas in the air. It's so amazing. Until Well, I love that place until Gunny Hardy didn't tell me about the gate on Bourbon Street. Now it's body. Oh, man. We ain't going to talk about that. We don't talk about that on air. We'll talk about it yeah. on here. <laughs> you didn't tell him about the gate. There's a gate if you oh. go to New Orleans. Uh, yeah, if you know, you that. know. If you know, you know. You'll know about that gate. Oh man, that was that was kind of funny. The look on your face was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you th- yeah, you thought it was funny. It wasn't funny to me. <laughs> God. Um. But yes, I more so Cleveland than New Orleans. And that is solely on Zion Williamson. I don't think he can keep his weight down. No, no, I don't think. I don't that. think. And that that food is great in New Orleans. There's nothing you can tell me about that, other than that Rockefeller oysters we had that one night. I think that probably was more so about the environment that we were in. But the Cleveland Cavaliers were actually doing well. I think at one point they were a two seed during the middle of the season, and then I think an injury happened, and then they kind of phased out. Kevin Love is not even the starting center or power forward for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And he's still putting up a double double if I if I if I believe. I think he put up a double double last no he did not. I'm sorry. Excuse me. He's still putting up thirteen and seven, which is you know, that's that's decent. You 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 don't expect much from a thirty three year old that's six foot eight. I'm just gonna tell you New Orleans didn't even have a five hundred record last year. So that would definitely be a surprise to see. This is correct, but what they one. did against the Suns last year with 
Jose Alvarado. You don't even know who that is, do you? Who's Jose Avocado? Yeah, he was a pest on Chris Paul. A pest. Hmm. And it worked. Five foot eight, five foot nothing guy. Yeah, he's listed as six feet. I'm not buying that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what my driver's <laughs> license says, too. Yeah, I'm six feet, too. <laughs> you ain't no six foot. <laughs> Nowhere near, baby. Oh, man. Unfortunately, I am not anymore, either. Thank you, Father okay. Time. Um, so, uh, Joe Nathan, I have a question for you. What you got? What you got? What was your preseason MVP? So I, I looked, and I tried to figure it out, and I'll be honest with you, man. I couldn't come up with one. I, oh. I, I, I couldn't come up with one that I would feel confident enough putting out there. Okay, so did you have like two or three that you were toggling with? My thing is, man, right? My thing is, I, I I tried to kind of think who who could I see kind of stepping out and being that one, and locking one down. I felt good at first, and then it was like, nah. And then I was like, okay, what about this one? Nah. So I, I tell you what, I tell you what, I'm just gonna throw out. I'm just going to throw out one of the names I, I feel confident about. I don't necessarily think he'll win it. But I would not be surprised to see him step up and win it. And, of course, that is uh, Morant for the Grizzlies. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't agree, but I have my own feelings about John Morant. Not bad. It's just... I don't think his style of play is going to uphold on the wear and tear. I didn't say I didn't say he would be the MVP for the year. We're talking about you said preseason, so that mm-hmm. so are you meaning are you meaning like who I think is going to win the MVP on the end of the year? No, just just preseason. Okay, so yeah, you're you're yeah yeah you're in you're you're correct on that. Like I mean, it's okay. I I, I just wouldn't. I I mean, feel like John Morant will probably end up having an injury at some point, and I don't wish that on him. But the way that he torques his body reminds me of Derrick Rose. I can see that. I can see that. The other one, the other one, and I thought about this, but I just. I kind of wanted to to go in a in a different direction, right? Because to me, it just seems it's like okay, dude. It's one of the things like when you ask somebody who's the greatest player in NBA history, nine times out of ten, it feels like people are going to say Michael Jordan, right? So I didn't want to be that. Oh yeah, of course, but I can see Giannis. I can see Giannis. I think Giannis. I just think he's a monster. I think. He's just unreal, man. The dude's huge. The dude can chew. I mean, he can do. He does everything he wants to do, and he's so young. So, I can see Giannis too. Those are those are the two I was really, really torn with. I kind of wanted to go with the, not the 
common in your face one. But those are the two I, I have thrown out. Okay. Okay. I have one and I'm not steering from this one at all. And it's Joel and B came in second last year to Joker, which he, Joker deserved that. I don't care what anybody says. He deserved it. He didn't have Jamal Murray at all last year. Joel Embiid could have had Ben Simmons, but his back hurt. And you had a um, Dilbert-esque James Harden. So Joel Embiid, and I feel like why he is going to be, why he's my pick for the MVP is because of, this is one guy we didn't talk about that loves the game. That's Joel Embiid. He is an adjutant to the point where he pisses me off when he's playing my team. But I love it. I I, I, I love that type of energy in in um in a player. And I'm not talking about the Draymond Green where he finds the littlest person and then thinks he's big and bad. But let's not let's 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 be honest here. He wouldn't pull up on Charles Oakley like that. Or kick him in the crotch. He does that too. He's good at that. Yeah, he wouldn't do that either. Or Anthony Mason, rest his soul. He wouldn't pull up on one of them like that. You know he ain't touching Rodman. No. A man that is okay with marrying himself, you better stay and out of the way. And wearing dresses. And wearing dresses, stay out of the way. And I got a, I got my stats on Rodman. So, that we'll, we're on that one. Well, let me ask you then. Let me ask you then. Since we're talking about defensive players so much here, who's your defensive player of the year? Of the NBA season, who wins Defensive Player of the Year? Giannis. I can see Giannis that. all all day long. I I can see that argument. I don't see anybody that Giannis can't clamp. He can clamp LeBron. He's got now back in the maybe two or three years ago, he wasn't strong enough. He's strong enough now. <laughs> that man does grew up. <laughs> that's that's a man child. We're looking at the hybrid model of Dwight Howard right now. Dwight Howard with a jump shot, like it's. I mean, this this is that's Giannis with a jump shot and can dribble. Yeah. So I have Rudy Gobert. He's won it. I don't it. disagree with that either. That's the only thing he's really good at. He's won it. Oh, man. He's won it three out of the last five years. And he's still extremely young. Um, I wouldn't say he's extremely young, but he's still young. He He's not, to me, at the end of his career. And, I mean, he had, he had great stats last year. Honestly, I... I I'm honestly surprised that Marcus Smart won it when I really started digging into stats and looking at stuff compared to him. Because it's like defensively what I mean, and obviously not everything is measured in your basic stats, right? There's analytics for everything. But you know, in in, in blocks, in steals, in defensive rebounds, you know, different stuff like that. Shooting percentage against a player is one of the most underrated stats, in my opinion. I don't know what Marcus Smarts is. Like, like you know, players that are guarded by Marcus Smart. I don't know what their field goal percentage is, but mm-hmm. I would assume that it's very low. 
gonna, I would definitely assume. I'm gonna, um, I do think he's a flopper, but oh, he's yeah. yeah. I'm gonna tell you, I looked up uh, a, a stat online, and this is just an estimate uh, on the website I used, uh, which is a pretty big known website. But I I used it to look up all the stats, and they have one on there called win shares, right? And it says an estimate of the number of wins contributed by a player. What was his? So the numbers for Marcus Smart, 5.6. That's it? Mm-hmm. He so, adds 5.6 wins to a team. Correct. Rudy, Rudy Gobert, double that with 11.7. Okay, humor me here. Humor me here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, What is Damian Lillard? Let's see. I'd have to look that one up. Oh, so I just looked it up, I guess, and Damian Lillard's on here is only 1.7. Is that from last year? Yeah, it's last year. It's last year. He was hurt. That uh, Yeah, well, okay, so 29 games, go- 1.7. Mm, you do a little math. He's going to be contributing about what Marcus Smart contributes right around there. Give or take okay. a couple points, uh, not not like not like whole points, but like a couple like point one, point two type thing. So, yeah, I I just think I think Rudy, I, I think I could see him definitely winning it this year and uh, becoming the third player to win it four times. Say at the Damian Lillard, <laughs> one point seven. Oh my gosh, they only won twenty seven games last year. Which that's that's another story in itself because I feel like Portland is not wanting to buy into what Chauncey Billups is doing, but I don't think Damian Lillard can turn into a traditional point guard. But that's another story in itself. Yep, yep, yep. So we'll have to. That's another topic for another time. So Jonathan, I got one last topic here, and mm-hmm. it is in regards to NBA's finals pick and who wins. Yep. Who do you got? The Phoenix Suns versus the Miami Heat. So it's going to be a hot one all around. So, And I have my Heat winning it, but I think it's going to go seven games. And I think it's going to be fought tooth and nail. I think there's definitely going to be – my opinion, they go there, they're in the finals, and there's at least – one, if not two, overtime games. Wait, wait, Tom, I have a question for mm-hmm. you here. What you so so you, you do realize Miami he lost PJ Tucker. I don't care. So you think with them losing PJ Tucker, they still make it to the finals? I'm gonna tell you this much. They'd have made it last year had they figured out how to play in between games. It literally looked like one week we're playing with Miami, like, okay, that's the Miami team I know. And then the next night it was like, who are you? Like, this is not my team. And it was like that over and over and over. I mean, it was it was honestly embarrassing because it's like one minute you're like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And the next minute, any kind of trash you tried to talk was being thrown in your face the next night because it's like they didn't even get off the plane. You know, it's like they didn't. They chose not to step on the court, you know, when they were staying in the same area, you know. It's just like, what what are you doing? 
I, I know they lost him, but I still think they can make it. Okay, okay. The thing is, Jimmy right. Buckets needs help. They have to all step up. Jimmy Buckets cannot carry it on his own. He's a great player. Do not get me wrong, and he does very, very well. But he cannot. He's not a put it on my back, I got you. Not in, in this NBA, you can't win in this NBA like that anymore. No, you can't. It's you, not. They're, they're just not made like that anymore. No, they're you, not. You, you're not going to have a powerhouse guy that wins it all. Um, the the closest resemblance to that, I guess you could say, would have to be when the Bucks won it with Giannis. But he still was not the single dude that put it on his back. He had supporting cast help. I'm sorry. I, if 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 the Bucks don't have Chris Middleton, they don't, don't win, win in the finals. Exactly. That's they just, don't. That's exactly what I was thinking of too. So yeah, who, they don't have Chris Middleton. They don't win the finals. Well, who's your pick then? Uh, you might want to write this one down too, because you're probably gonna be like, "Well, oh, why are you wilding with these things, man?" <laughs> you ready? I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm gonna do with you. Go ahead, man. <clears throat> I have the Phoenix Suns, uh huh, and the Brooklyn Nets. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! The and Bro- Brooklyn wins in five. You understand the Brooklyn Nets got swept, right? Mm-hmm. What have they done differently? Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant played a total of 29 games together last year. Do you you have think- Ben Simmons that doesn't need to shoot the ball. He has no need to shoot the ball. He has two of the best scorers, two of the top five best scorers in the league. Bro. Ben Simmons doesn't want to play. There's a different injury with him every week. Kyrie Irvin is too worried about if the world's flat or not and mm-hmm. load management. And KD, when he's not using Twitter off his burner account on his burner phone, is too busy trying to get his whole front office canceled. You... I'm going to tell you. No way. Yes. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you this right now, just like we spoke earlier. If I'm the owner, you're not going anywhere. I invested in y'all. Sit tight. You don't play, I don't pay you. As much as Kevin Durant loves the game of basketball, he'll play. Kyrie Irving has to play because if Kyrie Irving doesn't play, he doesn't get the contract that he wants this following year, whether it's with the, the Brooklyn Nets or with a different team. They all play together this season. Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving, they make the finals. Mm. And they win in five against the Suns. And Chris Paul retires. Well, then, since we're done with these wild hot takes, I'm running out of paper to uh, write all your, your crazy takes down on. Oh my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> let's roll into uh, the crazy facts of the week. And I actually... I had three of them. Um, however, I- I'm only going to give two. Uh, for anybody that wants to see the third one, you're more than welcome to get out there, follow us on our social medias, and I'm going to post the third one on the social medias. But I got two this week, so... I'm going to let you go first. Okay, okay. Well, sticking with the basketball theme, both of these two have a basketball theme to them. I told you all I have one for Dennis Rodman, so... This is just a feel-good one, man. This is not like a crazy stat. It's just a fact. And it just shows that never judge a book by the cover. 
Every time the Bulls would come to Boston, Dennis Rodman would buy out Toys R Us and deliver the toys to the Boston's Children's Hospital. No cameras, no reporters. That is rather interesting. This bad boy image, this dude with all these piercings, this dude with all these tattoos, this dude that's marrying Madonna, wearing a dress, doing all these wild things. Would use his own money and didn't want nobody to even know about it, man. Like, that, that's awesome, dude. I, I don't I don't really have any other way to put it. That's just amazing to, to see and hear about. You know what I mean? Like, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. So I have a stat for you, or not a stat, but it's an interesting fact. Mm-hmm. For almost 20 years, the first 20 years of basketball ever being played, after every basket, there was a jump ball. I did hear that one before. That is a wild thing to think of. <laughs> That's almost like make it, take it. So what happens if they had a dude that was like seven foot something? And then the whole rest of the other teams running around with people yours and my height. Like, I mean, at this point, I'm I'm stone cold stuttering people to try to get the ball. You know what I mean? Like, give me the ball. That's a, I'm I prefer it much better the way it is now. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, one more one more with the old basketball theme, and this one's actually going to uh, transition to. Uh, a little bit of football as well. Now, I like this man, even though he played for Carolina Panthers, right? But I like this man. But Julius Peppers, the one and only, is the only athlete to play in both the Final Four for college basketball and the Super Bowl. Wow. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Holy, you know, I didn't know he was in the, uh, I might be misquoting here, but I thought he was in the top five for all-time sacks, isn't he? No, I don't think so. You sure? I'm pretty sure that he is not. He's definitely uh, up there. My guy, he is. No way. He is, man. I had to look it up. My, or I saw him, actually, I was playing Madden the other day. And I was like, there's no way. Because it has like the all-time, the career records or whatever. Bruce Smith has 200. The only one, yep. Reggie White has 198. Poor guy. Kevin Green has 160. Mm-hmm. Julius Peppers has 159 and a half. And Michael Strahan is not even in the top five. And he holds the sack record. Cole yeah. owns it. For most in a season? With 22 and yeah. a half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wild. I didn't know. I knew he had a long career, but I didn't know that he was in the top five. Did, like, so quiet. Yeah. And that's one of the things, man, I loved about him. He just got in there and played. Like, tell me something else Julius uh, Peppers was known for. You can't. Me? Yeah. yeah you can't. Yeah. No, you can't. Like, the dude was just, just got out there, played a sport, and went home to his family. You know what I mean? Like, I love it, man. John Stockton, baby. He's the John Stockton of the NFL. <laughs> uh, I love it, man. I love it. What, what, what did Gary Payton say about John Stockton? He said that man will pull up in a minivan with his whole family, bust your ass, and then drive home. <laughs> uh, hey, wipe your feet off before you get in the van. <laughs> 
Oh man. Well, with uh, with those stats comes the end of the show, of course, as uh, many of you know. But first, Vince, I heard that you wanted to give a shout out to somebody, so I'll go ahead and uh, turn the mic back over to you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Um, I would like to give a shout out to Preach Entertainment. Um, he's been a gaming friend of mine for over ten years. Um, Jonathan has has actually uh, played with him as well. We've mm-hmm. been playing with each other for a long time. This man has decided that he wants to uh, do music on the side. He's a he's a, he's a contractor, but you know everybody has their own hobbies and and they want to they have their goals and they have their aspirations in life. I was able to contact him. Me and him talked little business last night, and. Um, he is going to make our music for our intros and outros. Um, be sure to take a look at him. He's on YouTube. It's Preach Entertainment. Um, preach as in the pastor, entertainment. So um, you can look at him through there and just want to give a shout out to you, Preach. We appreciate you. And yes, um, and um, we look forward to hearing the samples you provide to us because it's... Um, it should be something very great for us where, you know, you, you, you scratch our back, we scratch yours. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, definitely appreciate that, man, for real. Before we tie it all up, I want to throw out uh, two things, actually. So first off, I wanted to tell listeners out there, a couple of them I've talked to y'all in person uh, when we talk about the show, but Vince and me have a little, little something in the work coming up. And uh, we understand that, you know, a lot of big nay or big sports topics come out throughout the week and stuff. And a lot of y'all are hitting us up, talking about it, you know, texting us, calling us, talking in our Discord. And we want to give y'all little mini podcasts, as you could say, of upcoming stuff. So I'm not going to drop all the details with it. We got it in the work. And, of course, it's going to fit the late-to-work theme. But uh, be on the lookout for that because those are going to be dropping in the next week or two. And there'll be no set schedule for those. How We try to normally have a set schedule, you know, as long as both of our works, uh, you know, allow for it. We try to drop this show on a set schedule. There will be no set schedule for this. So Hot Topic comes out. Him and I, uh, you know, we're going to push a, a little mini podcast episode out there. So be on the lookout for that. Um, check those out. And then uh, also, I want to go ahead and remind everybody, get on our social medias, our Instagram, right? It's Late to Work Sports. Our Facebook is the same thing. We're also uh, in Reddit. And we also have a Discord. So all those links can be found on buymeacoffee.com slash late to work right you go on the website you scroll down a little bit and there's all our links so check them out get in there we we drop you know facts on the instagram facts on the facebook on the reddit uh we we plan on starting to try to throw out some polls and just just different stuff throughout the season so get on there give us a follow check it out tell us what you what you think Tell us if you like the show and uh, just show some love because there's nothing that means more to us than seeing that y'all love to hear this. We do this. We take time out of our own time to do this. And 
we enjoy seeing that y'all like it, right? Because we're trying to do a quality product for y'all. Y'all are taking y'all's time listening to us, and we appreciate every one of you that takes the hour or so out of your life to, to you know, listen to us and, uh, you know, hear some of our crazy topics like the Brooklyn Nets going to the NBA Finals. But we appreciate it. We really do. So, come it, on, man. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you, 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 look, this is, come on. Sorry, man. Sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it, man. So, again, right, Vince, thanks for coming on and, and doing the podcast with me, man. It's been great. Um, you gave me some laughs and, uh, you know, we had some great stats, some great talks. Um, this is definitely your world as the NBA over mine. I promise you that. So I love hearing your take and your vast knowledge of the NBA. So thanks again, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, uh, everybody, for listening. Um, I probably might be the, the basketball guy on this one here. Um, Joe Nathan is, is definitely the football guy. Um, but – um, I look forward to speaking more on basketball, and then we're going to actually bring some some guests in and, and start bringing this into as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, uh, of course, got a little uh, MLB talk coming up in the near future, hopefully. And, uh, of course, when it comes back on, we got a little, little hacky, as uh, Boston Dave says it. So be on the lookout for that in the future. So, well... With that, everybody, again, like always, we appreciate every one of you. Go on our social medias, follow us, let us know what you think. And until next week, we'll talk to you then.